This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Man in a Room. Hello and welcome to this episode of Man in a Room. How is it going? Not much is going on with me, really. Just a few bits and pieces here and there. Different thumbs and different pies, you know. Talking of pies... God, look at this. Almost professional. I'm trying to find the best vegetarian pie at the minute uh, for Christmas. Oh, don't mention Christmas is November. Shush, right? This is the time of the year when I have to audition pies because I don't want to happen that on Christmas Day I have a nice roast dinner and I have a pie... Put that pie in the oven. Oh, yeah, lovely. Look at it go. And I, I cut into it. Thought, oh, wow, look at that. Isn't it? It's all lovely. Like the packet. It's exactly like the packet. Isn't it amazing? And I take a bite of it and it tastes like absolute garbage. Could you imagine my disappointment? So I have to get in early now and see what's on offer in the festive ranges of pies to see what I can have. You know, something a bit different. Um, so basically, I'm just trying out different frozen pies. And uh, yeah, it's actually quite good. I've, I've, I'm currently sort of thinking about maybe something cheese and mushroom. So, you know, cheesy mushroom kind of thing. Um, I don't really want a meat substitute in there. Uh, I like meat substitutes, don't get me wrong. I've got nothing against them whatsoever. In fact, I enjoy them quite often. But at the same time, I want a proper, like, proper good, yeah, kind of pie. And so cheese and mushroom is at the minute where it was. I think last year I had cheese and leek because, oh man, I love leek. Who doesn't love leek? Most people don't like leek. It's it's weird and stringy. Like that's my main issue when I was a kid, because I remember, like, um, my my parents would chop it up and put it in things, and it'd be really nice. It just tastes like onion, but occasionally just boil leeks or steam leeks or whatever, and I'd like plop it on your plate, and it's this soggy mess. When you try and cut into it, there's all these stringy hairs in it. You're trying to eat it, it's like, Ugh. but as I'm older. I found out actually that a leak is actually all right. So, um, yeah, so it's probably something we're leaking as well. Maybe leek and mushroom pie. Because uh, I had, it was camembert. And I was, oh, that sounds an expensive cheese, you know. And um, I thought, oh, camembert. So I actually had two different parts. I've auditioned two so far. And one, the camembert was really, really strong. I was like, oh, I don't like that too much. But the other one, the uh, the mushroom sort of, the flavour is really sort of like, mmm. But the cheese part let it down. And uh, it was re- the one was really sort of weak and mushroomy and cheesy. It, yeah, there's, that was the camembert one. It just tasted like if someone soaked some camembert in water, threw a few mushrooms in it, right, thickened up with a bit of flour, and then was like, actually, do you know what? We need to get a bit more camembert going on here. So they basically put some lumps in there of camembert, and uh, that was it pretty much. And I was like, oh, I don't really like that. Because there's also the debate about, oh, flaky pastry pluses and minuses i quite like short crust pastry and all that kind of thing i'm considering just making my own pie if i'm honest i'm just considering making my own pie i like making pies my pastry making abilities are second to none in fact it's my duty to be the pastry man of the family so you want some pastry let me know i'll rustle you some up pastry here we go there we are just realized i was singing the ride of the valkyries then Oh, that's a, you can't do that. No. Um, yeah, geez. Um, I didn't really mean that. 
I'm sorry to any offence caused by me starting to sing a song by, um, what is his name, Wagner? Yeah. Reminds me of the episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I think when Larry David was just whistling Wagner. And, uh, yeah, I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, actually. One of my favourite shows. It's one of those shows that you're trying to explain to people what it is, and they're like, okay, what? That sounds weird. And they watch it, and they realise, like, actually, do you know what? It's actually quite good. And um, I love those kinds of shows, but it's just getting people to watch stuff like that. It's just impossible. Trying to get people to watch um, uh, stuff like 15 Stories High. Not impossible. What's 15 Stories High? Is that on Netflix? No, it's not. Anyway, um waffling on about stuff that I wasn't going to talk about, really. But anyway, so trying to find this pie. And uh, yeah, might make a homemade one. I haven't decided yet. Probably do some leak in there and all that kind of thing. But, you know, it'd be fine. Um I was very shocked, though, because one of the pies I had, um, it was a frozen pie from a, a well-known supermarket, and it was, like, made in South Africa. And I was all like, I beg your pardon. I beg your actual pardon. Like, that's nuts. I was like, that is so far away, right? So the carbon footprint on this one pie that I've eaten was, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, it came from a different country. And it was frozen all the way over there as well. It's been frozen. You know what I mean? It's like it's just nuts to think about that. And unfortunately, that was the nicer one. So, on ethical reasons, I can't have that pie. Damn these ethics, you know? Damn these ethics where I now can't enjoy that pie because I know the carbon footprint of it is flipping huge. Like, it's... My carbon footprint's tiny. I mean, I cycle and I'm a vegetarian. So, yeah, I'm one of those people. Anyway, um, I think, just looking at the time, it is... Oh, yeah, it's time for tarot and tea. It's beverage and divinity. Ooh. So, yeah, I'm here for the old uh, tarot and tea. Going to you know, shuffle the old cards. Here we go. Today's tea, which I'm going to drink in a second, is uh, Pucker Mint Matcha Green, which is... Um, that's a nice tea. I like matcha. I like mint. And uh, so basically, it's going to be a little party in my mouth, I think. So, ooh, drop some cards. I'm going to go pick them up. Darn it, these shuffling. Ugh. I'm just getting a bit cack-handed, I think that's what it is. All right, that's all shuffled. Right, let's have a quick sip of this tea. Um, Pucker, I think I've actually had this before, possibly. Oh, sorry, I hit the mic there. Oh, I do like mint tea. I really do enjoy mint tea. And I really like matcha as well, to be fair, because uh, I was actually talking to somebody about that, and they're like, oh, matcha, isn't it lovely? I went, yeah. But every time I go to Starbucks, they always seem to burn it, and it's not cheap, so I'm never happy about that. But anyway, other coffee shops don't tend to do it, for whatever reason. But anyway, so the way the tarot and the tea is going to work today is I'm going to draw three cards, past, present, and future. So basically, the idea is, is that I'm going to um, shuffle... You know, it's, I don't know, it's not very more specific. If you're sitting there and this rings a bell for you, Excellent. You know, that's the way it's going to work. So this could be for you, could be for me, could be for nobody. But let's just find out. Does this sound familiar to you? Oh, the Knight of Cups. That's the first. So this is the past. There is a man here and he is sitting on horseback on a lovely beige horse. He's dressed in his uh, his knight clothing. I don't mean like pajamas. <laughs> no, I mean like armor. And um, he's holding a cup. So he's got very short legs. Very short legs, um, and is riding a horse that must have been very difficult to get on top of. 
It's a giant horse because the background, there's a mountain behind it and it's very tiny. Other other perspective is off, we don't know. So basically, uh, if you're a, someone with short legs who finds it difficult getting on horses, uh, this one could be for you. So if you have difficulty getting on horses, giant horses, um, ooh, A up, A up lad. Uh, this is from last week, this is. The Four of Swords is back again. Oh no. So basically there's somebody laying in state with uh, three swords uh, above them and there's a sword beside them. So basically, you know, you may be getting stabbed in the back because one of the swords is behind, is underneath, so it's behind the back. So, you know, resting on laurels, stabbing in backs. So if you have trouble getting on horse, if you used to have trouble getting on horses and you've recently been stabbed in the back by one of your friends, this one could be for you. Here we go. But uh, yeah, here we go. The future could hold. And again, just remember, this is just a bit of fun. Don't worry. This future card may or may not happen. It hasn't happened yet. So, you know, it can be changed. This was in the... I, I think I haven't shuffled these cards well enough, if I'm completely honest. This it is the... Uh, the, the Ten of, of Wands, or Staffs, or Sticks. I don't know. I've had so many different versions of it. Uh, the ten of, ten of Sticks, the Wands. Basically, someone really struggling. Um, dressed like Prince Adam from He-Man. Ooh, think about that. That was from last week, I think. So if, you know, you don't end up like Prince Adam carrying ten sticks, blimey. You know, there, there's, a, there's a way around these things, so don't worry. Um, history will not repeat itself, okay? It will not repeat itself. Do not let it repeat itself. Listen, do not end up like Prince Adam trying to carry loads of sticks, okay? Just be careful. Um, just trying to get on any tall horses. And, uh, yeah, just keep an eye on your friends. Because one of them might be treacherous. <laughs> Gee. Okie dokie. Anyway, this has been... Taro and tea, it's a beverage and divinity, ah. So yeah. Anyway, I'm drinking the rest of this tea, and I'll be back after this very, very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. Shoop, 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 wah. All your life you've never seen a woman taken by the wind. Those were lyrics from the Fleetwood Mac song Rhiannon, which is just, oh, gorgeous. Absolutely adore it. And uh, I've recently going through, well, I've recently been going through a phase of Fleetwood Mac. Oh, my goodness. So basically, there's a long history about me and Fleetwood Mac where I used to dislike them slightly because of uh, certain things. And then, like, I just suddenly found them really cool again. And all the bits I didn't like about them, I actually started enjoying, which is actually quite good. So that's actually a nice turnaround for the books. So basically, the story goes, my, this is my history of Fleetwood Mac. So when I was a kid, my mum used to have a cassette tape of the greatest hits of Fleetwood Mac. It was this green thing, this tape. And she'd listen to it, and she'd listen to it, and she'd listen to it. And she also had an album as well, I can't remember what that one was called. But it's from the 80s, and it's from 1987 or something like that. And uh, she would listen to these tapes over and over again. And um, I remember there was a point, I think when I was at school, where a Fleetwood Mac song was used on a TV show, I think maybe Top Gear, I don't know, I'm not really into cars, even to this day I'm not interested in cars, but it was used in 
like as, as soundtrack music. And the song is The Chain, right? And so for many years, I hated Fleetwood Mac The Chain. And in my head, I'm like, oh, Fleetwood Mac, oh, they wrote The Chain, Ooh, right? They're bow, 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 that part, yeah? So anyway, um, I, at that point, I stopped liking Fleetwood Mac. And then some years later, I think on the radio, I heard the song Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. Oh my goodness, Everywhere is an amazing song, isn't it? And then, um, you know, it happened that another song came on. It was uh, Go Your Own Way. I was like, this is Fleetwood Mac. Oh, my goodness. These are amazing. And then there's like uh, just different songs. Like the, the, all these Fleetwood Mac songs. Like, wow, this is really, really actually not a bad little band, are they? Not a bad band at all. And then um, everyone became obsessed with the album Rumours. And it's like, oh, Rumours. Because everyone, Fleetwood Mac Rumours, everyone's got that on record. So, oh, you got Fleetwood Mac Rumours on record, have you? Oh, I have. Oh, yeah, it's one of the best albums ever made. And all this kind of stuff, yeah? So not really paying much attention to it. Eventually, I caved and thought, I'll finally have a listen to it. And it's actually a very, very good album. I was like, oh, my goodness, it's totally lived up to the hype. Um, Like, Monday morning, that song I really like. Um, I'm rubbish remembering lyrics. And, uh, yeah, so it's just very weird. I've sort of gone on this weird Fleetwood Mac voyage, and I'm now really deeply in love with them. Because um, actually, a couple of years ago, I got my mum on compact disc because my mum and dad, um, they don't really, well, they don't use MP3s. And like, they do kind of now. They use Spotify because uh, they've got all those smart speakers. But back then, I, I think my mum had a CD player, so I, I got her a copy of Fleetwood Mac's Greatest Hits. I thought, well, you know, she loved Fleetwood Mac when she was younger. And obviously, I remember I'd grown up listening to it and all this kind of stuff, right? And uh, I think we were going for a drive once, uh, me, my mum, and my dad. Um, and they've got a CD player in the car, and I was like, what should we listen to in the car? I went to mum, hey, do you want to grab the Fleetwood Mac CD? So I grabbed that, and my dad wasn't really aware of Fleetwood Mac. He obviously had heard little bits of them and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, so I put it on, and uh, my mum was you know, was loving it, I was loving it, because you know, at this point I started to like Fleetwood Mac anyway. And then my my dad started getting into it. Like, this is actually very good. I went, it is very, Fleetwood Mac are actually a very, very good band. And so now my entire family are more or less obsessed with Fleetwood Mac. And it's actually, it's a lovely, it's just lovely music to listen to. I think what works about, this is very boring, I'm so sorry. But what I find interesting about Fleetwood Mac specifically is the reason why they work is, well, why they managed to achieve so much um, on both sides of the Atlantic because it's very difficult for bands to become big in England and in America at the same time it's it's difficult because obviously there's different tastes and this kind of stuff half of them are American and half of them are English and um, you know there's, there's you know the tumultuous relationship between different band members and that kind of stuff um, you've got uh, Rhiannon being about a witch you've got um, and that's she used to sing that live in the 70s and used to be it's actually it's, it's worth a watch uh, her singing that live I like that song specifically for a couple of reasons actually because um, I like the fact that it's like it starts off and her vocal line is different is actually the the melody is, is her like that bit you know she's she's singing the melody and it's like it's not like a simple melody line it's like you know this melody just against this backdrop and then there's this bit Oh my god! It just—I—I it, I find it the way she says "wind" and "win," it just melts me. It's just something about the way she says it. It's just like, 
oh Stevie Nicks, you are the best. Because she goes, win. Like, we. I say win. She says, win. Like, win. And wind. Because she's American, you see. And uh, I love that accent, the way they say win and wind. Um, and she says it quite a lot in the, in the song, which is quite good. Um, also, as I mentioned earlier, Dreams. Dreams? Oh, what a lovely little song that is. And the thing is, right, and I argue this point to somebody, and they didn't see my point, but I want to just say this, right? I argue that Fleetwood Mac Everywhere is probably more beautiful than the majority of Beatles songs. And that's a very bold statement to make. And people say, oh, yeah, but the Beatles... No, listen, right? The Beatles didn't have this, the technology that Fleetwood Mac had. But had they had it, they'd have made something like this because the technology has come on so significantly since they recorded. And so they, you can't say, oh, that's the best things have been recorded because it's basically a piano and a, and a guitar and all that kind of stuff. And, oh, yeah, it's, what they've done is amazing but they've not managed to make that, you know, because they didn't have synthesizers and all that kind of thing, you know. So, um, as a bold statement as that is, some Fleetwood Mac songs are better than Beatles songs. Just for argument's sake, you can't sit there and tell me that Octopus's Garden is better than any Fleetwood Mac song. You can't. Oh, that's not a fair thing to say there, because that's a, that's a Ringo Starr song. It's still a Beatles song. They put the name on it. George Harrison half wrote that. Yeah? Okay, fine. Um, for this is a, this is a deep cut for the for Beatle fans. Uh, Run for your life from Rubber Soul. You telling me that Run for Your Life by Rubber Soul is better than Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac? Cause it ain't. It ain't. There's nothing you can say and it's gonna do. It's gonna change my mind about that one. I'm gonna go back to that. Run for Your Life is a dreadful song. But anyway, um, I've been waffling on about Fleet. I'm just basically fangirling over uh, or fanboying. Is that even a word? about uh, Fleetwood Mac and uh, yeah I love music I'm uh, obsessed with it somebody once said to me I don't understand how you you're obsessed with music so much I don't understand how you love it so much what are you talking about what are you talking about it's it feeds the soul the soul is needed to be fed and music can take you on journeys that just you know watching television can't because you're basically there you whack your headphones on. You got all the different stuff going on. Oh, it's heavenly, genuinely heavenly, yeah. And that's also one of my favourite Fleetwood Mac songs. Uh, I, it isn't. I just made that up. I should forgot what I said um, because I'm an idiot. But um, yeah. Anyway, I'm waffling on now, so it's probably about time I get going, which is fine. Um, so yeah, I'll be back again next week for another one of these episodes, hopefully. You know, so that's the plan. It's on the cards. Um, but yeah. So I'll be back again next week uh, for one of these, whatever it's about. So uh, yeah, I'll catch you then, I guess. Bye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.